All right. Welcome to today's episode of the Australian Lawn and Garden Podcast. Happy six-month birthday. Do you call it a birthday? Six months? Anyways, look, I've put this in the title. If you are not a diehard fan of the podcast and you don't like numbers, this you're not gonna you won't care about this episode. This is just me talking about my experience podcasting. It's probably the least important episode I've ever done. But I just want to do it anyway. And because it's just me, it's night time. Kids have gone to bed. Let's have a chat. So I want to talk to you about, well, that was your warning to leave, right? And we're not warning, but encouragement. There's other great podcasts out there. Go this to Aussie Lawn Stars with Gary Ashton or Ben and BJ on Skull Sessions or Joel with the Landscaping Podcast or whatever, right? Go find a great podcast if this is not your type of thing. But hey, if you like numbers and you like the podcast and you want to hear about how many listeners we actually get in an episode and what my favorite episode is and how much I've made in six months on the podcast and behind-the-scenes stuff with sponsors and brands I've talked to and some things we're doing with the Patreon and the future of the podcast, that's my list of notes there. It's just me and you chatting. You're the guest today that you can't talk. And I'm not going to edit this either. I can't be stuffed. I'm just going to record this unfiltered thoughts with a couple of notes and just put it out there because it's cool. Like it's six, we've had six months. It was actually, I think, two or three days ago. I think the twenty-first, probably it's coming out on the twenty-fifth. It's twenty-fourth right now, late at night, and uh, <clears throat> we've had six months basically to the day. This is the fortieth episode in six months, so that's pretty cool. Like we went hard. That's more than one a week. Um, and so let me, I don't know. Let's just share some numbers. I got people ask some questions on Instagram. I'm going to answer a couple of them in here. And, uh, yeah, if you guys want to get involved in this stuff in the future, jump on Instagram and let's get cracking. First thing, how many listeners? Well, here's an absolute vanity metric and it's really cool. The first thing is, I think I've said this before in the podcast, if you look at the charts, we are consistently first, second, third, sometimes a little bit lower, like sixth, seventh or something like that, but often up the top for the list of home and garden podcasts. And so people might go, oh, wow, you must be getting crazy views. But we're not. It's such a small niche. So total listeners. Now, this is crazy. If you talk to other podcasters, some of them will be like, oh, this is crazy. But if you look at the vanity metric of people who have clicked on the podcast and listened to at least one second of the podcast, and they could have exited off there. But that's how YouTube counts numbers and things like that. They just clicked on and they've actually listened to a second exit out. Across Spotify, YouTube, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, things like that, we're getting close to roughly 100,000 total, what I might call clicks more than listens because it's not really a real number. The That's really cool, right? In 40 episodes... That's like that's something to be pretty proud of. Only in six months, um, I should look up the data. I want to do this while I'm talking to you. When it comes to real listens and people who actually engage with the podcast, obviously it's much less. It's always like that. You often like find with an episode that you lose like twenty percent of listeners in like the first I don't know thirty seconds to a minute. Like people click on, they go, "Is this a podcast for me?" No, it's not. They move on to the next one. Yeah. But um, real numbers, let me get them up for you right now. All time. 
I would say all time we're probably sitting at, I reckon, real listeners, maybe 45,000. Real listeners of all time. And these are people who truly engage, listen to, you know, a big chunk of the podcast. So that's pretty cool. And uh, I had some data that we've had about four or 5,000 different people actually engage with the podcast at some stage. So out of those 100,000 clicks, you know, there's about four or five. So that means there's some, you know, some people in there who might have clicked on it once, listened to 30 seconds, thought it was the worst thing ever. And some people who, who've watched every episode and maybe have watched a couple of episodes multiple times. So that's the list. So I just thought some people might be interested in that. Again, some of you are like, this is boring. X out. You don't have to listen to this one. But if you like this sort of stuff, we're going to do more. I just thought because you go on Spotify and for whatever reason, they don't actually show the numbers of listeners and the charts are weird. Like there'll be times uh, the charts are not based off listeners, listenership alone. When we just started the podcast, we were right at the top of the charts and then we dropped down and we're getting better numbers uh, as podcast was growing and then now the podcast growing and we're, we're consistently at the top. But anyway, so look, we get about a thousand listeners give us like real listeners an episode, um, probably 1,200 now, something like that. Um, you know, it was obviously less beginning more now. And that's really cool. And uh, yeah, a lot of you guys engage on. But here's the more important stuff. Here's what's really cool, retention numbers. Some of you, I think I've talked about this really briefly before on the podcast, but we've had some episodes, and this is going to lead into the question that one of the viewers asked on Instagram. Sorry, I don't have your name up. But yes, I am asking it. Um, actually, no, I think it was Nick Frame from Frame at Lawns and Gardens. Anyways, they uh, asked, what's your favorite episode? I judge my favorite episodes on retention numbers. What's really interesting is if you look at the retention on these episodes, on how long people listen to, and this one's going to be rubbish. It might be. You tell me what you think. Um, we've had some episodes that are... Like here's, here's the best we've ever had retention-wise. And it doesn't stand head and shoulders above everything else, but it is the highest. Surprisingly, the episode we did with Jeff McPhee, um, the, yeah, I think he's 68, 69-year-old uh, lawn mowing contractor from Victoria, 35, 36 years in the industry, running a small business successfully. Great stories. A humble guy who has what I would call real success, not just the vanity numbers. No, he's, he loves his family. He's he's enjoyed his business. He's still loving it now after 35 years. Like, you know, good, good stories. I knew it would be an interesting episode, but 68% of people finished the episode, right, on an hour and – I think it was hour and 35. It was more than an hour and a half, a little bit over an hour and a half. Finished the episode like – People who do five-minute YouTube videos would love retention rate like that. So that's fascinating. And a bad episode, I say use bad loosely because I don't think a bad episode is is judged by retention numbers because it just might be a more niche episode where it's just type, not the type of content everyone's going to enjoy. But like you might get the worst episodes I've done are like are still a third of the people listening but at an hour and a half, you know, like that's the worst. Most most episodes are more than 50%, more than half of all the listeners are actually finishing the podcast. So that's pretty crazy. 
Um, so my favorite episode, well, I was thinking about this and preparing in advance. I think the one that I'm, it's got to be the first episode because I'll listen back to it and, and it's not, like, it's not terrible. It's not great either. Uh, it helps a lot that it was Ben and somebody who, A, is very interesting and B, I've talked to plenty of times, so it was quite natural. So, you know, that was great. And obviously having somebody of Ben's statue and influence in the industry as the first guest really helped out. So thanks big time, Ben, for that, for saying yes and coming on. And I also would say like the first few episodes were really crucial to the podcast getting a great start. So Travis from the Lawn Lab and Nick, who we mentioned, and um, I think we had uh, Gary Ashton on early. I did that solo episode on how to get your pricing right. Like those ones are, those episodes are, we're really good. But yeah, Ben's probably up there, but um, that's probably my most sentimental one. But I actually think my favorite one, and this is going to sound cocky, but my favorite episode is is the solo episode I did on how to get your pricing right. Not because like I enjoyed it or anything. It's just that uh, that one and the one I did with Darren on how to get $100 an hour Lord and Garden clients is they're the ones that I've gotten the best feedback from. Like I've gotten crazy good feedback. One of the ones, uh, the guy who gave me this feedback might be listening right now. There's a guy, actually, he's in Perth. I won't mention his name because uh, I don't have his permission, but he told me the story. He sent me two loads of feedback. The first was that he listened to the podcast, realized he was undercharging, raised all of his prices by 25%, and then what ended up happening is he lost zero clients. So I got that bit of feedback and that was fantastic, you know, great. But the better feedback came about a month or so later, he sent me another message saying his mental health has improved and he was getting really burnt out and demotivated about the industry and all of a sudden he's got a new lease on life and and like he's really excited about work again and he feels like he's, you know, actually getting somewhere. And so that's the best stuff. That's the stuff that I'm most proud about. Um, you know, people will send me messages and be like, hey, I found that podcast like the one i just did with Vasily that just came out had a couple of messages from people being like man that was amazing like there's so many interesting things that we talked about and you know i got messages from people being like oh, man this guy doesn't hold back you know and other messages from people like you know you get great mess and people message me honestly like if you're listening to this and you're like oh i've wished i should have messaged luke or what, just message me on instagram instagram on the instagram page is the best way to get to me um yeah do it that way um but yeah people message me and stuff and look that's nice to hear like you learned something from Vasily, and that's good fun too don't get me wrong but like when someone's like hey i turned my business around you know especially when you got kids and you know because i've been there you all know like um i try not to like come across as like i know everything about business i really come across as like hey i've made so many mistakes and if i'm helping someone avoid those mistakes that's a very, I'm very uh, honored to be a part of that. So, yeah, the first episode, very special. And uh, Ben was a great guest and it meant a lot that um, we got it started and that someone like Ben came on and got that momentum. And then, yeah, probably those two business ones that probably helped people the most. And you know what? Like the hourly rate one on YouTube has 
I think it's three and a half thousand views. So that's my most popular one. I think it's got over, I mean, most of them have over a thousand or close to a thousand now on, you know, all these other platforms. But real listeners, it's probably got over a thousand real listeners as well on Spotify and stuff. So there might be close to 5,000, you know, listens on that. I don't know if people listen to it multiple times, but if you look at those numbers from a, like how many gardening businesses are actually in Australia? I don't know, but 5,000 probably a fair chunk of them. Just pouring my soda water, no Pepsi Max tonight because it's, it's a bit late and I want to sleep. Um, yeah, so that's that. That's cool. Oh, the other thing that happened about that episode, I think I've, I've talked about this, but the Yellow Pages, if you watch that episode, I think it was the Yellow Pages that had an article saying that gardeners charge 45 to $50 an hour. And uh, I went back and re-Googled about a month ago, a couple of weeks ago, uh, some of the results that I was getting in that original video that we posted about six months ago. And at least one of the articles, and I think it was the Yellow Pages article, had raised their average hourly rate or what they considered an hourly rate from, <clears throat> they said, 45 to 50, I believe, originally, and then they said 70 to 80 now. You know, or some could charge more or some could charge less sort of thing, which fits in right with what I was saying the actual average is based on that uh, uh, poll that I did on LMCA. So that's pretty cool. And uh, so what are we at? We've got uh, – we talked about listeners and retention rates, favorite episodes. Um I'm interested to hear people send me some messages, get involved in this. Um, I'll be on the Instagram tomorrow reading my messages. So if you're listening to this on Wednesday the 25th or Thursday the 26th of October, even Friday the 27th of October, send me a message. I want to know what your favorite episode is. There is no wrong answer. Send me a message on Instagram and I will respond. Do you know, I'll respond with a video message to everybody who messages me because let's be honest, if you've made it this far into the podcast, there's only six people listening, so I'm not going to commit that. Yeah, that's not a big commitment. Um, but for all six of you still listening to such a weird, lame, niche, boring episode, send me a message on what your favorite episode was because that kind of stuff, like you can't see that in the data. And I'm, I'm actually genuinely, like I, I'm interested because I'm, I've got some ideas that maybe the yeah maybe the best episodes out there are actually some of the I don't know the they've got the least numbers on them because some of the biggest names you get out there like when we had Tim the Lawnmower Man on like obviously people love listening to that episode and engaging with it but I wouldn't say that was my best performance as an interviewer um, a little bit of background on that. <laughs> Both, it was 7 a.m. in Perth when we recorded that. And I get up at like, uh, anyways, usually I get up at six or something. So I thought I'd be all right, but I had a bad night the night before. So I was like stuffed. And then Tim told me he had a horrible night too. So it took us about halfway through the podcast just to get energized by it. But I think it's a great example of a great person on the podcast gets a lot of interest. Um, Lots of people clicking on, but I don't think it was my best performance as an interviewer. And uh, so maybe those are things where like people have, you might have a favorite episode that's like not really that popular. So I'd love to hear it. Send me a message. <clears throat> Here's why you might have clicked. 
how much money have I made from the podcast? Uh, let me get up some numbers. I'm going to tell you. Got nothing to hide. People don't like talking about this stuff, but when the numbers are as bad as what they are with me, uh, we're doing pretty good compared to some people out there, so I really shouldn't complain. But um, I'm just getting up my Patreon numbers. Okay, Patreon. You guys, I think you can see this publicly. I have 11 Patreons. And uh, let me tell you how much money I have made from Patreon in a few months. Uh, okay, hold on to your horses here. Uh, I, I have made on Patreon since I started that, which I think was July, $141.49. It's pretty good. That's not all I've made. Obviously, we have the Living Turf or the um, Lawn Shed sponsorship. Living Turf is a parent business. But I have made from the Lawn Shed, I don't know the exact numbers, but I can tell you that it is around $3,500 in that ballpark. So there you go. From a podcast in six months, in 40 episodes, we've probably made 3006 3007 you know, 100, something like that. 3,800, something in that ballpark. Um, I wanted to tell you that because <clears throat> here's a little thing that's interesting. I know that my podcast friends, and not all of them, um, I haven't had all my podcast friends on the actual podcast yet either, so there's someone thinking of who you might not be thinking of. But some of them at least will be like, oh, that's epic, like 3,500, you know, also almost four. Um. But because the reality is, is that it's like I said, like it's such a small niche. We might be one of the biggest fish, but it's such a small pond. In from an advertiser's thing, you know, thought process, they don't look at. We don't have enough sexy vanity numbers to be like, oh, let's go jump on and get on that thing, you know, ride ride that, you know, bandwagon all the way to Cash Town. But it's just interesting because I've talked to other people who uh, they're not interested in sponsorship or, you know, it's a real struggle. It's actually really, really difficult to get some sort of sponsorships. And I've actually, one of the biggest things that I've learned and changed my mind on with this podcast is the the whole idea of sponsorship. Um because what's happened is, because here's a here's a problem with sponsors. Without thinking, you kind of you kind of grow this bias, right? And you might think you're kind of um, what's the word? You might think that you're a unbiased person who can happily share your opinion and will tell anybody what they think. But I tell you what, if you start getting some big paychecks, and obviously, as you know, I'm not getting big paychecks because, like, let's put it, let's put it in perspective. Forty episodes, let's call it three and a half thousand, just you know, to be sure. Uh, and the reason why I don't know exactly, people, is because it's in some separate emails and stuff. So I've got to get up several emails, and I just can't be bothered for this. I know roughly where it is, but it's in that ballpark, right? It's what eighty dollars, ninety dollars a podcast is roughly what I'm earning at the moment. 
And I think I've told you before, it's like five to 10 hours of podcast, depending on how much organizations evolve, how much editing's evolved. Sometimes the edits are really difficult. Sometimes they're really easy. Internet issues, um, making reels, making the, you know, the, the posts and all that sort of stuff. So I don't know, what am I earning? Oh, man. And then you take into account like setup time, like with the wall. Actually, that's the other thing as well, the costs that I'm actually incurring because I pay, uh, I upgraded my internet and bought like microphones and things like that. So look, webcam, do you know, I probably spent over a th- at least over $1,000 on the podcast already. So, I mean, if you take those numbers into account, you know, I might be making $60, $70 a podcast. So I'm making $10 an hour or something like that. So it's, what was the point? What, what, what rabbit trail? Oh, yeah, sponsorship. So like you, you're not making a whole lot of money. And I'm one of the only people that has in the industry like a, a big sponsor that's actually getting some movement there. And um, like people don't think about, don't compare me to the other podcasts out there. What I'm saying is, yeah, I guess I came across as if I – was saying that everybody else doesn't have movers or shakers rallies, they do. But there are other podcasts out there that you might not have heard of that you know I might be engaging with online that they don't have any sponsors. And so if somebody came along and was like, hey, we'll give you a hundred bucks an episode, they'd be like, sweet. But let's say it's a big company and all of a sudden you're like, oh, I can't I can't really say what I think about it, can I? Or I can't get a guest on who might not agree with that philosophy of lawn care or that philosophy of this or maybe you get a certain brand on like yeah you know what it's like if i got mcdonald's to sponsor me would i be able to tell everybody how much i love zinger boxes right like you get the idea and so where i'm going in my head is (laughs) this is why you would have noticed i keep talking about patreon because the reality is is that if you're the listener and i'm the host we should be on the same team, right? Like you love the content. I love making the content and you get this reciprocating thing where, hey, like we're we're on the same team. If we're on the same team and then a big, you know, company comes and you sell your soul to that, you might be telling people stuff that's not exactly in their best interest because money talks and you need to pay some bills. What Patreon does is is – you know, the if the biggest bills are being paid by the Patreons, then you can sort of say stuff you to any company that might not truly believe in honesty. And, you know, we talked with Facility about a lot of businesses that, you know, don't necessarily believe in that. And I've talked behind the scenes with people who have worked with a lot of brands and um, the feedback isn't always positive about their experience working with that brand. And so we want to go down the Patreon path and just go, look, people, it's $5 or $16.50 a month. My thinking is that the $5 a month is, well, it's probably less than a dollar per podcast. I'm probably doing five, six, seven podcasts a month on average. Be about that. Yeah. So you get the idea, right? If I'm doing... If I'm doing five a month and it's five dollars a month, you're paying a dollar a podcast. And if it's not like honestly, if it's not within your means, don't like I'm not trying to pressure somebody into it because I still have a job. That's really where I make my money. Um, you all know that, but it's just it just makes things easier for me. And uh, I have heard people say, 
like, hey, can you do like once-off things? Uh, There's one guy who commented on Facebook. I didn't reply to this, so I'm sorry. Uh, somebody commented on Facebook saying, I love the podcast. I'm not so keen on Patreon because of the recurring nature on it. Like, could we buy you a coffee or something? I am thinking about this. So send me a message. I might sell on the Patreon still, so it's managed in the same place, but it's a once-off thing. I might sell uh, a spreadsheet which has a lawn care package designed by me and uh, the spreadsheet has uh, some formulas in it so that your application rates, you can just put in the square meter rate at the top of the spreadsheet and it will give you the application rates for that lawn for an entire year. And so you just go, bam, awesome, sweet, get all that sort of stuff. I'm thinking... I will charge about 70 bucks for it. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe I'll charge more. Depends, you know, because the thing is I don't want everybody and their dog to get it because then it doesn't separate you from the rest of the competition. Uh, if I charge five bucks for it, everyone will just go buy it and then everyone's got it. And anyways, that's just what's going through my head. But charge some good money for it because the people who buy it, you know, you'll make 70 bucks back in your, you know, your first month of using it at a client's property, that's for sure, at one single client. And it'll help you with many, many, many clients. But the, um, what was I getting at there? Yes, so that might be one way of just purchasing something. But because we want to uh, invest in the Patreon side of things, man, I don't know how many people are still listening to this right now. <laughs> I'm just going, again, this is unfiltered. But uh, investing in the Patreon type of thing, what we're going to do is Darren and I, Here's how we're going to get people on Patreon. We're going to have Patreon-only episodes that are going to be very short. And basically what they're going to be is if you're a Patreon, you can ask a business question of Darren and I, and every week we will answer a single question. And it might be a 15-minute episode. It might be a five-minute episode. It might be a 30-minute episode. It's definitely not going to be an hour and a half. But what we're going to do is we're going to sit down and we're going to answer the question together, sitting down together live, and um, just chat it through and talk about you know, how we think about these things. And the reason why I'm thinking about that is you can get that for $5 a month or $16.50 a month if it's within your means. Uh, and what that would do for you is that would probably, hopefully, if we give you a good answer, be much more valuable than the money that you're paying. So, And you can get a lot of more insights and all that jazz from the Patreon side of things. The other thing that we're doing for the patrons, I'm going to show you this. I wonder if that will show up on the screen. You see this? This is a custom-made pin for those watching on uh, YouTube. So this custom-made pin, um, I have made a bunch of these. Do you know what? These cost me a lot of money. So now I'm thinking about this. Uh, I've made even less money per podcast because... I use the podcast money to make these custom-made pins. These custom-made pins are not for you. They're actually for the guests. This one has no laser engraving on the back. There's only two that have zero laser engraving on the back. One of them is on my hat because the idea was that these are going to be laser engraved with the number for the podcast. So if somebody comes on the podcast and you're listening to this and you've been on the podcast – I'm going to be asking you for your address soon. I'm going to send you this custom-made pin with your podcast number on, and that's the only one that will ever be made, uh, and they're metal, and they're actually pretty good quality. 
And the idea was simply to have a pin that you could put in your hat so it's a form of merch that you can wear at work without it being obnoxious and loud and attention-seeking. But we are going to make, when I get some money, because genuinely these were expensive, right? They're not like cheaper little pins, proper pins. Uh, we're going to make some proper ones that have uh, like the green Australian Lawn and Garden podcast logo. And they're going to be, if you become a patron, you get one. You just get given out to you and that's the only way you can get them. And there'll be a slightly different one for the $5 um, uh, level and a different one for the $16, $50 level. And everybody who jumps on the Patreon, so you'll get access to uh, you know, content from Darren. You can ask us business questions and we will answer all the business questions on there. You can get access to the um, – you'll get a custom-made pin, which only Patreons can get, so it's a form of merch that you, know, you can discreetly wear. Some of you are going to absolutely love that. And then uh, the other thing as well is I'm thinking of doing – now message me. If I get more than 10 people messaging me saying that they're interested, then I will do the packages thing. And if you message me, you need to be prepared to actually pay because I don't want to go through all the effort of making this and have two people interested because it is actually quite a bit of work. So if there's more people interested in me making a spreadsheet with the packages, then I will do it. And you'll be able to buy that as a once-off thing on Patreon. And um, what else was I going to talk about that? Yeah, so the sponsorship stuff, I'm not interested in anymore doing like doing like an ambassadorship or something like that. The only company, I was thinking about this, the only company I would consider doing an ambassadorship for, it would be my master. Um, because I think that's the only company that I could I could say hand on heart that their equipment is so unique that it would be, um, uh, I think it's the best in its specific little niche slash field. But the problem with MoMaster is because it's a small business, they, they don't have the money to truly back up a, a, a podcast like us because they're such a niche product anyway. And so realistically, I believe in other brands, but the problem with being a an ambassador is that let's say you're an ambassador for, let's say, Mercedes, right, as a car. Obviously, they never you know, support this podcast, but um, if Mercedes comes and says, oh, you know, can you be ambassador for us? Then what you have to say is, well, all BMWs suck, right? And that's the problem. Like if, you know, fill in the blank lawnmowing business, lawnmower manufacturer comes and says, We'll, be, we'll support the podcast for a year. And then for a year, every time a different brand comes up, you have to pretend that they suck. But we all sort of know that in reality, there's a lot of brands out there that there, there isn't all that much difference, right? Like if you go buy a Hustler, you go buy a Skag, you go buy a Toro, you might have preferences that you like or somebody else likes, but it's not like a certain mower is going to break down after five hours. The next one's going to last two and a half thousand hours. It's not like there's that much difference between them. And, you know, it's probably more about respecting your mower and your equipment actually, you know, treating it right than it is about, you know what I mean, their specific brand names. And so that's a problem for me. Um, I know there's other people out there who, um, full credit to them, like I'm thinking about BJ Wallace right now. He always, I think for him with Skag would be like 
me with a MoMaster brand in that it's, it's, it is actually truly natural what he does there and he actually truly believes in it. And, um, yeah, fantastic, great. But uh, I just think for me, I think everyone would see through it. If Skag came to me and they haven't and they probably won't because, you know, BJ's, I mean, BJ's BJ, he's irreplaceable to that business. But like hypothetically in some alternate universe, if they came to me, you guys know I don't own any skags. You know, I've got a, a hustler, I've got a walker, I've had a hustler before that. It just, you know what I mean? Like it would, it would come off lazy and dirty. And so jump on Patreon because that would prevent me from, not that I'd ever do that, but at least there's an option there where you don't feel as a podcaster like you have to say yes or that you're tempted to say yes to money that you don't truly believe in. One more thing I say, this is a short episode. The future of the podcast, if you've stayed this long, here's one, I'm going to tell you a little secret that I've been working on. It's really cool. Um, I'm kind of letting the cat out of the bag a little bit early on this because not every brand that has said yes has actually locked in an interview yet. But one of the coolest things, a couple of weeks ago, I was thinking about GIE. Well, what do they call it? Equip Expo. It just finished like three days ago or something like that. And for those who don't know, in America, there is this event where they hire out like an entire convention center and all sorts of stuff. And thousands and tens of thousands of people go and all the brands, all the lawnmower brands, the Whippersnipper brands and anything to do with the green industry, they go there and they show their latest and greatest kit and, you know, you can demo some equipment, you can try out some ride-ons and you can see what they're doing and they've got them all in there and blah, blah, blah. If you're on YouTube and you follow any American YouTuber, Lorny, they were probably there. I think there was a few guys from Australia who went. Um, James Nankervis, I think he was posting some stuff off BJ, went last year with a few other people from Skag. Massive event. We don't have anything like this in Australia. And I was thinking, I was like, could you do a podcast version of the Green Industry Expo or whatever they call it, Equip Expo now? And I was like, I think you can. So I reached out to like 10 brands. I'm not going to mention the brand names. You'll see them soon. I had nine yeses. Think of the biggest name brands in the industry. And I said to them, I want to do a week or a fortnight, depending on how many people will say yes, of back-to-back episodes where I interview the leading brands. You fill in the break what the leading brands are. Whipsnipper brands, lawnmower brands, battery brands, all that sort of stuff. And we sit down and we basic, I basically do the same podcast 10 times over where we give every single brand an hour or so to talk about their strengths, what they're excited about, what they're releasing, the new stuff that's coming out, what they do that's special, the people they target, the equipment they make, blah, 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 and release them one day after another for a fortnight or so, however many brands I get. Like I said, I had nine that verbally said yes. I don't have nine podcast interviews booked in right now. And some of these brands are so massive that I'm sort of tentative if they're actually going to rock up. Do you know what I mean? Like 
the it's crazy the people who have said yes to this. So it's really cool. What we're hoping for is in mid-November, if you look at your calendars, that's not that far away, mid to late November, we are hoping, I'm hoping that I can have hopefully all nine, maybe even a tenth if I can get my act together. People come on the podcast, businesses come on the podcast and one after another, just talk to them and you'll get 10 episodes in in days. Well, 10 episodes, probably in 14 days. Leave the weekends free so you can have some time to catch up. I think that's going to be epic. That's going to be so cool. I've got four podcasts, I think, booked in. So at the very minimum, I think we'll have four, which will still be cool. But 10 would be awesome, wouldn't it? So that's what's coming up soon. We've also got, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say who, but the next person we've got up is incredibly well-respected person in their specific niche in the field. And uh, fantastic if you're a, well, I'm going to say, if you like cricket, you'll like this episode. And I love cricket. You'll have to forgive me if you don't like it. I I love cricket. Cricket's my, I think it's my favorite sport. But man, like the people who keep saying yes. So one more thing I was going to ask you. So what have I asked you so far? What was your favorite episode? I asked you for that. And honestly, message me. And if you tell me your favorite episode, I'll, re- I'll reply in a video on, you guys send me on Instagram though, Instagram only, uh, just because that's easier for me, please. Um, so send me a message on Instagram, on the Australian Lawn and Garden Podcast, to be very clear. The Australian Lawn and Garden Podcast, Instagram, send me a message. I'll reply with a video to your specific one, every single one, even if I get a thousand. Um, the second thing was if you're interested in the uh, packages in a spreadsheet format and you're willing to pay $70, just decide it it's $70, okay? If you don't like it, then shut your mouth hole, all right? Decide at $70. So if you're willing to pay $70 for a package and we get at least 10 people saying yes, we would do it. If we don't get 10 people, not going to do it. And I need those answers in the next, let's say, three days as well. Right, but with the video answers, I'm only going to do it for the next three days. So we'll give you to the 25th, 26th, 27th of October um, because I don't want to be answering these things in three months. Nah, screw it. Actually, I'll answer it no matter when you do it. I've changed my mind. I told you this as an editor. If you've made it this far into the podcast, respect. I'll, I can spare 30 seconds to a minute for you. Okay, so... And then what was the last thing I was going to say? I was going to ask one more thing from you. Yes. <clears throat> Hit up some brands and if uh, – should we do this? If you know someone at a brand who you would like to have on this specific podcast series, should I do this? I might, I might spam the heck out of it. I'm making this up as I go. I'm changing my mind on this. No, don't do that. Don't spam the brands. Don't spam the brands because maybe they'll resent my podcast for asking them. If they get 100 messages, they might be like, we don't want to go on just for the sake of the 100 messages. Don't spam the brands. Maybe we should spam the brands because then it'll force the hits. No, don't do that. We've already had nine people say yes. Let's just trust they're going to come on. And they're not going to change their mind because they're big businesses with, you know, lots of things to do. But 
Yeah, okay. Don't spam the brands. Just send me those messages. What a calamity that podcast was. If you liked it, glad. And uh, <clears throat> cool. Jump on the Patreon, please. Uh, also, the Lawn Shed. Um, I talked about this with Vasily as well, that the Lawn Shed, they don't care who we have on. That's fantastic. It's awesome. And if you like, if you're using fertilizers currently, all the fertilizers that I use, all the wedding agents that I use, uh, herbicides, things like that, I get them from the lawn shed. So, like, you know I'm serious about it. This is not like I'm telling you to do something that I'm not doing myself. If you're already getting stuff from Buddings, you're going to get better pricing on better quality gear from the lawn shed. And if you have another business you've been getting from and you're not very happy with either their customer service or their quality of offering, jump on the launch shed. Start with a trade account. Say you heard us through the podcast. Go from there. All right, guys and girls and everybody in between. See you in the next episode.